Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another week of Grounded. This is a special episode of Grounded for us. We are not recording on Monday morning, but we are recording on Monday evening, Monday night. I am Brandon. And I'm Craig. And this is our... 100th episode. Can you believe it? 100 episodes. Uh, I never thought we would actually, actually get through the first one, (laughs) but we did. And so here we are 100, 100 later. Uh, we've had over 10,000 downloads. Mm -hmm. Uh, we have people listening all over the place. Um, and, um, so it's been kind of, um, it's been one of those things where, um, you know, I didn't know what we, we, we really have no plan for this. Um, when we do this, we, the only thing we do is we kind of recap the sermon a little bit. We talk about some of the things that are happening here and at the church, and then we just kind of do do our thing. So, and we drink coffee, and we drink coffee. And today's coffee was given to us uh, yesterday by an anonymous source, and it's from Black Rifle, correct? It is from Black Rifle, okay. and it is called "We're Not Here." And I think that's taken off of Richard Nixon. It is. There's I so mean, on, <laughs> you, you, on the back of it, there's a picture of Richard Nixon, and okay. he is riding on a um, panda bear's shoulders, and the panda bear has like an AK-47 firing it. It's this really, is not an actual picture, I hope. <laughs> no, I'm pre- it's a it's a cartoon drawing. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was like, I didn't remember that in history where he's writing. It's from Ethiopia. Okay. The tasting notes are white rum, vanilla, and brown butter. Like it's a medium. Butter. I like brown butter. I like brown butter too. It's really good. And speaking of brown butter, I don't even know what this one. We had cake tonight. We did. I'm actually still eating mine. You so are. I, I had a smaller piece. Yours is huge, bro. I don't eat sweets very often. Okay. So when I eat sweets, I eat sweets. Although I saw you eat a candy bar today. That was your fault. You <laughs> gave me the candy bar. Yeah. Okay. Like I tell Anita, you don't have to eat it. I'm giving it, but you don't have to take it and eat That's it. It's true. So tonight, so, as I talk with cake in my mouth. Wow. We um we opened this up, and we have a live studio audience of three, of th- two, four, <laughs> four, four. Kennedy, three and a half. And uh, you know, thank you to those guys who said they were coming, but they canceled but they out bailed. on the last minute. They bailed on us, so, <laughs> so we know how that goes, right? So we, we have Lynn and Allie, and we have two of my three kiddos because go. Jordan's too cool for us. Yeah, well, that's all right. You know, she'll listen to it later, I'm and sure. we can talk bad about her now. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, thank you for the cake. The cake was really good. Um, it actually had our bitmos on it, it which did. is good. And I know that you had that done today. Um, cake is really good. I mean, is it homemade or the cake is not homemade? The okay. icing's homemade. Um, very rarely do I make homemade cake because it's just easier and right, I right. think better from a box. That's, right. um, Pillsbury and it was right. a funfetti cake. Right. I figured big episode, hundredth episode. Funfetti. So, right. Funfetti. So, uh, the weather's been absolutely awesome lately. Uh, finally we've broke the, uh, although what, what day was it last week we got down to? What was it? 36? It was 36. I ran that morning. Yeah. It was. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Literally somebody told me Sunday, it, I think it was after the, first service um they pulled me aside and they said did you see the did you see the weather report for thursday and i was like no they said snow flurries in the morning literally i grabbed my heart and i was like are you kidding me i can't take another day of cold and they were just teasing me though so but uh but the weather's been perfect like last night i was outside uh, I had mowed the yard um, in the evening, and then I just kind of sat out back. I was getting kind of chilly, and I never get chilly. I mean, the low humidity, mm-hmm. and it was, it was beautiful, beautiful night. So, Agreed. Um, and then you said the sunset was gorgeous at your house. Are you about done with that cake? Getting there. You're driving Lynn crazy over here. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, Jordan was out with the dog, and she texted Allie and I a picture. 
and it was you know a picture that she had taken from across right. the pasture, and right. the sun right. was so like Allie and I went to the window and looked out. The sun was huge and orange, and it was like just it was like it was it looked like a scene from Star Wars. Really, like, it, I felt like we were on like Tatooine or yeah, something, yeah, yeah. like yeah. watching the sun. That's awesome. Well, we um, like we said, this is our hundredth episode, and uh, we do have some loyal listeners that are. Uh, uh, I've heard, have had a couple people tell me a few weeks ago they haven't missed an episode yet. So, the, wow. Thank you to those guys. Kevin Beal's one of them. I know that Randy Neal listens to, he probably listened to all of them. I know that Glenn Smith, um, listens. I know that, uh, Brent Maria, uh, Roland listen. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you listen. Molly. Molly, uh, Nauman, um, listens. Yep. So, uh, too bad you guys aren't here to have cake. But, Allie, um, Allie listens. Allie listens. Yeah. How about him? He listens sometimes. He just listens I'll to tell the you music. What, um, the I know who listens um, is Taylor Vanskoy yeah. because their son always says, hey, I listen to you on the podcast. <laughs> How old like, is he? He's, what, a little older than Kennedy? Yeah, he's like six or seven. Eight. So we were talking about this a little bit earlier. So for you, um, Lynn, I know you you weren't with us earlier, but we were talking about this a little bit earlier today. And um, over the last five weeks, I have had... Two people, two, hmm. think that him and I were the same age. And so I really think that these people are geniuses, really. I mean, blind. <laughs> blind but, is the better Am I word. right? And one, one is your daughter. She thought you were older than me. How much did you pay her to say that? I didn't pay her anything. I remember it took her two years to warm up to me. She barely would talk to me for the first two and a half years that I was here. So, but You have uh, to remember she's six. But she's very genius, though. IQ really high, right? Sure. So you, <laughs> you got to agree. It's your daughter. <laughs> I'll take care of her when we get home. <laughs> that kind of made my day. He said, this happened tonight just before, uh, yeah. like a couple hours ago. Yeah, just a couple hours ago. Yeah. I'm and not sure where that came from. No, she just, she was like, um, how did she bring that up? She said something and then you asked. You said, well, Kennedy, who do you think is older, me or your dad? She <laughs> said, my dad. I was like, awesome. Straight face. Oh, yeah. She was serious. She, yes, she was. And you know what? Here's the thing. Um, Jesus says you got to have the heart of a child, and I think the heart of a child always tells the truth. So let's go with that. I'm just curious as to whether you look way younger or I look way older than I am. Uh, I don't know. You probably look older. Yeah. <laughs> well, before we get in too far, I do. I need to get a little comfortable here oh, before on. we. What are you doing? Oh come on! Seriously. Okay, this guy, I'm sorry, Lynn, you had to see that. I really am. This guy just pulled off his sweatpants, and he is in tights. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. I'm gonna Have a great 100th episode of yes. <laughs> Grounded. I'm glad the rest of you were here to see that. You know what? Dude. I just figured you dude. you always give me a hard time for my, my running tights, so dude, here they are. There's things I can't unsee. You're welcome. And that's one of them. You're welcome. There's nothing worse than an old man at tights. <laughs> I'm not an old man. Well, according to your daughter. Okay. Nice tights, by the way. So, Thanks. um, what, um, what are those? Where did you get those at, uh, like the women's part in Walmart or where'd you get those? I saw you at Walmart today, by the way. Yeah, I did see you at Walmart. Yeah. yeah. 
No, if by I the women's department, actually. I was walking by there when I saw uh-huh. you. Yes, I was uh-huh. not shopping okay. at the women's department. No, and no, I did not get it from Target either because I don't shop at Target. But yeah. So they, where did you get them? Though speaking of Target, I got something I want to say about Target here in just a second. No, so. I'm sorry. Um, I got them from Amazon. They're actually really nice because they're they've got um, little holders on the side, so I can put my car keys and I can put my phone in there, and they don't you know bounce around while I'm running. Oh, that's see, that's nice. I yeah. That's really good. So speaking Did you of say that's girly good, yeah, girly good. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Target, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but um, I, I had this sent to me tonight. And I know Target's a little off the skew. In Target's a way. been off for a long time. for a long time, and I don't know if you guys uh, supporters of Target. If I, it, honestly, I can't tell you what to do. This is just between you and God. But I here's the thing that I always say that if if some place is so blatant in your face, yep. then I think that you need to be blatant back and not shop there. And I don't care what they. Ha- I don't care if it's the last thing on planet Earth that you love you're not going to buy it because it's but it's like starbucks for me yep i would never shop or buy coffee or anything at starbucks because starbucks made such a statement against christian people well you know what i don't like your coffee anyway yeah. so um and i stomached it anyway when i was like traveling because you were the latest place open but i right if, i'd never drink coffee again if if that's all that was out yeah, there. I think you and I stopped drinking Starbucks about the same time. It's been probably what ten, eleven years ago. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. And I yeah, they were super it. big and yeah. pushing their agenda on same-sex marriage and everything. And I remember reading in an article where their, where their CEO was like, "This is our view on same-sex marriage, and if you don't agree with us, we don't want your business." Like literally, that's what he said. And it's like, right, one hundred percent. And thank you for um, making my decision easy. <laughs> yeah, right. So apparently, Target um, has hired. And out all Satanist, are you ready? All out Satanist to do their gay pride clothing line right now. Did you hear about this? Okay. So, um, uh, I haven't been to Target. Um, I quit shopping at Target like six, seven years ago when they started saying, Hey, whoever can use whichever bathroom you want to use. Yeah, right. So, yeah, honestly, I mean, yeah. And that's been like literally six or seven years ago, I think. And I told Allie, I was like, we're done with Target. So I'm reading this on my phone and I don't have my glasses. So, um, but anyway, this is from the, um, the guy who does the, the Satanist that they hired. His, uh, whatever his, um, I don't know what this Snapchat or it's called pointless thorns hmm. is what he calls himself. Okay. So, um, anyway, he says, here's what he writes. Are you ready? No. I'm glad you're sitting down in tights because this is going to be important. He says, Satan loves you. I'm reading this word for word. Hmm. And respects who you are. You're important and valuable in this world, and you deserve to treat yourself with love and respect. This is just a, this is just the get go line. The LGBTQ plus people. What is the plus people now? There are so many genders and people who identify as. Where does the tights fall into that? I can promise I am not a furry. I don't think I'm a cat or anything. So, so LGBTQ plus people. Uh, here's what he says: People are. Hang on, lost my place. So often retur- referred to as being a product of Satan or going against God's will. So fine, we'll go against God's will. We'll hang with Satan instead. Satanists wow. don't actually believe in Satan. He is merely used as a symbol of passion pride and liberty he means to you what you need for him to mean so for me satan is hope 
He has compassion. He has equality. He has love. So naturally, Satan respects pronouns. He loves all LGBT plus, I can't even say it. It's so wordy. People, um, I went with the, I can't even read the, the variation of what is, uh, B-A-P-H-O-M-E-T. Bomat. Bomafat? Baphomet. For this design, um, an identity, um, themselves is a mixture of genders, uh, being ideas and, man, these people talk like fools, don't they? They reject binary stereotypes and expectations. And then he puts perfect. I'm still stuck back at like the very beginning where he said that Satanists don't believe in Satan. We just believe that he, like, what did he say? Like something along the lines of Satanists don't believe in Satan. We just pretty much. We People make are so, believe. let's see, um, product of Satan. We'll hang with Satan instead. Hold on. Right Satanists there. don't actually believe in Satan. He is merely used as a symbol of passion, pride, and liberty. He means to you what you need for him to mean. There's so much wrong in that. Like, so for me, Satan is hope, hope and love, and yeah, compassion, equality, and love. Like that makes no sense. Makes no sense at all. And here, it, this is this is where um, this is where people create their own entity of God to give themselves a free pass because, you know, it's like, I'm not going to relinquish control to God because then God has these rules for me. So, um, you know, this guy here, um, whether he believes in Satan or not is an absolute mental lunatic. And, um, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't shop at target again if there was no other places. I, I would eat grass and I would wear leaves before I'd shop at Target for clothing or anything else. What? I can hook you up. <laughs> deer meat and deer skin. Dude. Okay. You wear deer skin Okay, clothing. I would eat deer if I had to. Yeah. We can You'd have to happen. crispy it really hard though, but right? anyway. But anyway, I mean, do you see what we're, you see what we're saying here? I mean, it's, guys... it's really, yeah, people are so confused. And, and, and you're right. They just here's want the, to. Here's the, here's the line that cra- gets me. So naturally, Satan respects pronouns. He loves. Uh, well, okay, here, my thought is this. They don't believe in God, and he doesn't really believe in Satan, so why are we even talking about right. Satan? Seriously, why, why, why is he even talking about Satan mm-hmm. if he doesn't really believe in, in Satan? Why not just say the Easter Bunny or Santa Claus or, you know, you know, willow tree or, or you right, know what I'm talking right. about? Why use Satan? And I'll tell you why they use Satan. It's because it's a ploy of Satan. Mm-hmm. Because Satan actually, whether this guy believes in Satan or not, he's leading people astray. And so with this whole ridiculous in June, oh man, June, mm-hmm. it, they've just destroyed June. I'd love to just skip a month. I know. I know. I'm going to get more hate mail in June because I'm talking about this on June, first Sunday of June, so... I just know it. King me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that will lead into our um, our next sermon series, um, which starts in well, June. Well, um, here's the, here's the thing with this, and I and I can't um, I can't really uh, um, I can't really show this. To, I'm going to try to show this to you. So they they have these shirts. This is a gross picture. So I'm going to blow the shirt up so you can don't have to see the dude wearing. Thank it. you. But there's the shirt. Oh, okay. You see with that? Okay. So this shirt actually says. Um, it's got the horns on it mm-hmm. and it says Satan 
respects pronouns. I will guarantee you this, that no matter where you go, if a school, some kid walks into school with this shirt on, mm-hmm. he'll be allowed to wear it. But if you walk into school with John 316 or Jesus loves you, they'll make you remove it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll make you remove it. And so this is not, this is not about literally, um, homosexuality, pride and all this. This is totally all about, uh, this is a, this is all out assault against God, Correct. his word and the truth. And this is what, this is what the Bible talks about in the, in, in the last days. Mm-hmm. And this is what we're seeing in the last days. We're seeing all the stuff is coming to fruition. And so if people deny that we're in the beginning stages of the last days, well, they might as well go ahead and shop at Target exactly. because they don't believe anything in the Bible. Because if you read your Bible and you see what's taking place today and the knucklehead that's in the mm-hmm. White House who promotes all this stuff, Stuff, promote. He's actually, you know, this guy's a Satanist in the mm-hmm. White House. He's a knucklehead, and um, and if you buy into his mumbo jumbo, then you're just as bad as the rest of them. Yeah. And I don't care if you sit in church for your entire life, yeah. you're you're just as bad as the rest of them. So I don't understand the, um, I don't understand um, the, uh, you know, how people can give this stuff a free pass and um, and, and and let this happen and 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 for. As a Christian, to support Target with mm-hmm. this blatant statement, I, I don't get it. Yep. And there's going to be people that will do it. Right. But this is coming out this month. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. And that's what you know we've talked a lot about. Right. And, and, and I tell everybody all the time, it's like, if you're a company, make your product, make it well, and sell your product. Right, trying right. to push an agenda down my throat. That's what I told you about the, the running shoes that I had, where it's like, I'm right. done. I'm done with Brooks running shoes because every year they put out a pride shoe. And so right. I switched to um, a different running shoe now because they don't, I mean, I had to, to dig just to find out what they believed. Right. And, and there's nothing in there about any of that stuff on, on Saucony's website, but man, Brooks, they're, they're all about it. Adidas, they're all about it. You know, they, they just throw it. It's like, if your products are that good, exactly. make them and sell them, but quit trying to just push an agenda. Exactly. And, and that's the thing. I mean, um, you know, if, if somebody, um, you, you can't, you can't control what everybody does, but when somebody is as blatant as, you know, Target or the shoe company or, right. um, you know, the, Disney, Disney's another one. I mean, yep. the, I mean, you talk about targeting your kids, yes. targeting, um, and this is the biggest ploy of Satan where, you know, everything Disney is supposed to be awesome and yeah. princesses and, uh, princes and, and all this stuff. And it's such a magical yeah. place. But then in the middle of it, it's, they're, it's they're grooming, so, they're grooming your kids. And, and it's, you know, we've talked about it. It's our job as parents to monitor that. It's our job as parents to say, Hey, you, you know, you're not going to watch that. Yeah. Well, I just, I didn't know if you guys had heard that or not about Target. I mean, I just, I, I knew I, that there was some stuff going around. Did you hear but, about that or that whole thing? Yeah. So yeah. I didn't, I didn't know what, um, I didn't know that to that depth. I did hear some things about Target over the last few days, but I didn't know it was to that level yeah. to where it was that literally sick, twisted and evil. And, um, you know, um, what's to come next? Literally what, what's coming next? I mean, people, People need to realize that once things go so far, right, they aren't coming back. It's like, it's like, uh, water. You know, if you mm-hmm. pull a part out of a dam and it goes, it's really hard to dam that back up Correct. again. So it, it, once that goes down that, you, you, you can't turn the clock back. Right. So people are always like, you know, we need to get back to where we were. It's never going to get back to where it was. Right. Because it is what it is now. We can, we can try to stop it. Mm-hmm. We can try to help people, but we can't get it back to where right. it was because there's 
not even Christians can agree now right. on how to get it back. Exactly. Because everybody's so divided. You know, oh, they're, they're, they're not really concentrated on what Jesus wants you to do or God's word. Right. They're all concerned about everything else. So it's hard to find the right people to, to, to get everything to where it needs to be. So exactly. But Target. Doesn't is it where you got those tights? <laughs> that is not where I got the tights. And it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> so. so now that we bash Target tonight, so, um, Hey, or today, Amy Grant got a free pass today. Yeah, so <laughs> well, that. you just like, yeah, just like so. <laughs> so, uh, what else is going on in your world besides Target and uh, tights and cake and Walmart and all that? What's going on in your world? Right well, now? been a busy week. Um, and it's only Monday. It's only Monday. Yeah, right. But well, just kind of last week into this right, week, right, been right. busy prepping right. for today. Right. Um, you know, prepping to, you know, we had preschool graduation last week, so that was all, you know. All hands on deck mm-hmm. for for mm-hmm. a part of the week for mm-hmm. that, and then you know I'm preaching this coming Sunday, closing out the the level up series. We're talking about asking a question: Are you different? And so, coming it, from it, the man in tights, everybody so can ask themselves that questions: <laughs> Are you different? But um, big week this week. Um, Allie's here. Happy anniversary, sweetie. 20, uh, Fifteen years Tw- on the twenty fourth. Well, I was going to say on the 24th. On the 24th. So 15 years 15 on years the 24th. On Wednesday. Yep. On Wednesday. Yep. And you guys are going to take a few days. Yeah, and... we're going to take a few days and, and head to Hocking Hills and see if we can't I thought you said and... we're going to go shop at Target and then we're going to head gonna, over Yeah, to... we're going to go shop at Target, pick up some Starbucks, you know, just make a day out of it. Um, but no, we're going to head down to Hocking Hills um, for a couple be of fun. days before um, before this weekend. and. Well, happy anniversary to you guys. Thank you. So uh, happy 15th and hope you have 45 more. Amen. Fifty. I mean, fifteen is a long time to put up with me and my tights. Yeah, I agree. And apparently, my shoe addiction. My daughter has said that I have a shoe addiction. Well, the clock's just twenty-four minutes right now, and it's been a hard. It's been a hard twenty-four minutes just with the tights right now. So you've probably got another. You stood up very proud when you pulled those out. <laughs> I've been waiting all day. You kept. Yeah, he's asked me since last week. He's joking with me. He's like, "Are you going to wear your tights? Are you going to wear your tights?" And I'm like, "I don't know, man. I don't know." But Jason, if you're listening, and I know you will be, definitely he's wearing tights. I can't believe it. I mean, I can't unsee this. This is the craziest thing. Jason, we'll send you a picture. Are, are you uh, are you wearing those on your uh, anniversary? Um, probably we'll wear these or some sort of tights when we hike and run because we're going to go to hockey and run some of the trails, hike some of the trails. Are you? And, and and I know you knock them, but when you're running, these things are the best things ever. Are they? I promise. So you should try them. <laughs> yeah. Give, can you get me a pair next time? I can. Yeah. Okay. No, thank you. <laughs> I'll get you so a well, anyway, pair. congratulations, you two. Uh, 15 years. And that, that's crazy. 15 it years. It is crazy. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Seems like 15 minutes underwater. <laughs> so She knew what was coming. So it's like 100 years in. Right. right? So, exactly. Yeah, I got you. So awesome. No, well, it's congratulations. been good. Good 15 so, years. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so good. I hope you guys have a good time and get away and get some hiking in and you'll get away a little bit too. Enjoy this weather. Oh, definitely. Uh, the weather looks really good all week, doesn't it? Yes. I yeah, mean, not no much rain, rain and it's going to be good. A couple of times dropping down in the forties. And that's okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I could deal with that. Um, yeah, we're heading out, uh, actually leaving Wednesday and won't be back till Monday. So, um, that'll be fun. Going to go camping and, um, get some grandkid time in, get some grandkid time in, which is always good because I miss yeah. them. Haven't seen them haven't seen him in a while so yep. 
Um, so that'll be fun and get to spend time with Dustin and Heather. And so that'll be good. And, um, it'll be fun. It'll be wild. And, you know, almost need to come back just to get my routine, just to get a break. You, you have to come I... back just to rest. Exactly. 100%. I hate that uh, about vacations. <laughs> right. It's like, okay, good. Now I can rest, but it's worth it. You know, it's, right. it's fun. And it, we, we all have a good time, but, um, yeah. and then when we get back, uh, first Sunday in June, we start a new sermon series called King Me. King and me. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, we're going to be, what? I was, so I, I had a couple of people knock the, the sermon graphic. Like I made that graphic and I was so proud of it because I felt like it looked really good. It's got a chessboard on it. It's got a lion and the king, um, the king pawn or whatever they're called. I don't, I'm not a right. chess player. I don't play Peace. chess. The cheat, the king piece, excuse me. Um, it's kind of in front of the lion when the, cho- the whole chessboard's behind right, right, and it's faded. Right, right. It looks, it just looks awesome. And I had like a couple of people be like, isn't king me a checkers term? I'm like, no, it's totally a chess term. They're like, no, it's a checkers term. I think it is term. a checkers term. Yeah, so they just shot that. But still, we're we're not really talking about checkers or chess because we are talking about King Saul, King David, and King Solomon. We are. And uh, we, we're starting off with King Saul. And um, I, I, I didn't know what to really do about this because you could probably go— Oh, my— Three or four weeks on each guy. Yeah. Um, but King Saul is a unique character. Um, you know, I have done a lot of over the last four or five weeks, as you well know, a lot of reading and studying and re- not just, uh, the Bible, but, um, like Bible commentary writers. And, uh, one of the things that one of the Bible commentary writers wrote, and I agree with this by after reading this, that King Saul is just a big dumb jock. Uh, the Bible tells us that he's good looking, he's head and shoulders above everybody else, and he's just kind of, um, it is what it is with King right. Saul. Right. And although he did some good things, mm-hmm. and, um, and then he did not do some good things. And then, and then David, uh, we all know David, but I'm gonna, I, I, I didn't want to talk about, I am gonna refer to some of the familiar stories of David, right. but I wanted to talk about a few things that we are not so familiar with. Right. And, um, the, I, I think the first one is gonna be good because it's a story that, we don't really talk about right. a lot, and um, but it's just prior to him becoming king. Mm-hmm. But it's the it's in the whole thing when King Saul is chasing they're, after they're, him. They're overlapping. And, yeah. They're overlapping. Their 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 you know from one king to the next. Right. And then of course Solomon um, takes over for David, and so we're going to wrap up with him. So it'll be four weeks. So King Saul one, David two, and then Solomon is going to be one week. So it'll be fun. It's going to be interesting. Have fun with Solomon. Huh? That guy was a character. Well, they all actually, if you know what, they're, they're all characters. They, they are. All, they all have they the are. same. They, they all have the same um, kind of. Ah, I don't want to say personality. They're, they all have that type A kind of that narcissist personality. Right. But there's, you can categorize them. Mm-hmm. King Saul, David, and Solomon. Yeah. Is it's almost like David. Is tried and true, and Solomon literally is a big dumb jock. And Solomon or Saul was a big dumb jock. Yeah, Solomon yeah. is figuring it all out. Yeah, in you know his, he's just his mind is crazy. It's mm-hmm. it's genius, really. Yeah, um, I mean because if you you know just to give you a little thing about uh, Solomon, I mean he built um, you know he built the um, temple. Yep. Do you realize that he built the temple that it took him? Was it seven years to build the temple? I think so. But he spent 13 years on building his own house. <laughs> Go figure that, that out. That says something right there. Doesn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> so these guys are unique. So I'm looking forward to, um, God gave him on. the plans for the temple. Maybe he was trying to figure out the plans in those 13 years. Exactly. Give him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, I'd like to see his house, wouldn't you? I mean, oh, absolutely. This, I mean, to spend the night, you could frolic in your tights to the, to his house. I could. Oh, that'd yeah. Be, that'd be awesome. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, we had a good day yesterday. We did. We were low, but like, I've never seen a church fluctuate. We had like, and I've been in a lot of churches. 50 people. Fluctuate 50, 60 people from one week to the next. Right. I, this size. Like if you're a church of thousand. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It happens. Yeah. But not a church of, you know, an average of 300. You yeah. fluctuate 50, 60 people. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. So yeah, it was crazy. But I guess but uh, it was so good. everybody said, I, I was told today and yesterday they were like, welcome to, um, sports in summer in Richwood, Ohio. I was like, right. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Just hope Jesus doesn't come back exactly. while they're on the ball field. On a Sunday morning. On a Sunday morning. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, we've been in that, we've been in the middle of, um, what is this, like six weeks? That you were asking what the title, I'm like, level yeah, up. I'm like, yeah. yeah. It's been six weeks, right? Thanks, six weeks. Yeah. Which is crazy. There will be eight weeks total. Yeah. Or seven weeks. Seven total. weeks total. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, um, yesterday, um, you know, the, the whole thing with the whole level up is I just wanted us to take a, uh, an evaluation of our life and of ourselves of, um, you know, who we are and what we need to level up in. And, you know, we started off with marriage and it's a very difficult thing to talk about because, you know, you guys have been married 15 years. Mm-hmm. How, how many years are you married? It would have been 56. 56. Okay. So you're married a good amount of time. And you know, I'll be married in June, um, 38. And so when you, when you got you get, married when I was three months old. Yeah. When you were three months old. Yeah. Or, we were the same age. We were the same age, yeah. Right. But anyway, I, I, the, when you're married as long as you are, it's really, you, you have to be really honest about leveling up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, because when, when you communicate with each other, you can, you have a tendency, you know, people can take things personal or, you know, you, well, you do this, well, you do this. And right. instead of getting to, to where it needs to be. So I thought marriage was one of the, uh, a good thing to level up. A funny thing about the first one of this, is um you'd be shocked of how many people have either told me or sent me an email saying, could you do an entire series on marriage? Mm-hmm. And I was like, so I've been thinking about that maybe later on in the summer or something, yeah. doing something like that, because I think it's um one, I won't tell who it was because one of the persons sent me an email, um, instead of going like to marriage counseling or sitting down and talking to somebody, this is something that I think would help all of us, you know, where mm-hmm. you you can get to a point, which I thought well, was a pretty good idea. That was a yeah, pretty for good sure. idea. So anyway, so that was the whole thing of level yeah. up, to level up in, in areas that we need to, to go. So yesterday was called thirst. And, yeah. um, and the reason I did that is that, um, you know, Jesus is what needs to quench our thirst. Mm-hmm. And the whole aspect of yesterday was just the point of allow Jesus to take over your life and to dominate who, to dominate, um, who you are. And, and so, um, I read a scripture at the very beginning. It's in John 5, verses 39 and 40, where uh, Jesus said, You search the scriptures because you think they give you eternal life, but the scriptures point to me. Yep. But you refuse to come to me for this life. And and I, that's such a good scripture even for today mm-hmm. um, because we're always, people are always quoting Bible scriptures and, and, you know, we go to church and they post them. But yet some people who do all that, they're still... Not that we're not all go through rough times. For sure. But you know what I'm getting ready to say is that they, they're filled with their worries, anxieties, yep. they're stressed out, they're, uh, they're afraid of things, something mm-hmm. comes down from the government, they're afraid of that. And so they know the scripture, but the scripture points to who? Right. Jesus. 
And so that's supposed to lead you to take him and not worry about exactly um, those things. So, and, and I, like, I think this is basically Jesus saying, you know, you think you know who I am, right? But I'm so much more than what you think I am. This mm-hmm. is something that I am what you need to, to, to really solve your problems. Billy Graham used to say, um, all the time, all you have to do is to come to Jesus and he will take care of the rest. Right. And he will solve mm-hmm. your problems. Doesn't mean he's going to get you out of the problem, but he's going to give you something to get you through that. Um, I mean, it makes sense, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, I think you're talking about knowing the scriptures and, and all of the scriptures pointing to Jesus. One of the things that I've seen a lot, um, in the Christian community among, you know, among Christians is they'll take scriptures and they'll try to use them for their own benefit. Right. They'll pull them out of context and try to use them to, you know, degrade somebody else or try to do something. And it's like, no, you've got to read the word for the word. Exactly. You've got to read it, be able to read it in context. You've got to be able to, you know, have discernment for that and realize exactly what Jesus said. And that's what I love. I know I've told you about my Bible that I have, the Jesus-centered Bible. And in the Old Testament, everything that pointed to Jesus is in blue and, and you can just flip through it and see all of the blue and just be amazed at right. how, you know, all of the prophecies that will, were fulfilled, everything right. that pointed to the Messiah. Exactly. And, and that's the whole point of, um, you know, the Bible. And, and, you know, a few summers ago, I think it was two summers ago. Um, do you remember this? We went, is it July and August? We went through the book of James and, um, the whole thing I kept repeating over and over again was to know, know the, the word, word and, and to do, do the, the word. word. And so you can't do the word without knowing it. And so you have to know God's word and then you just have to do it. Right. And so what does that mean? It like even following Jesus. I, well, I have to follow him even if I don't understand. I got to follow him even if, um, you know, I don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to follow Jesus no matter what. And so that's, that's the point of, of what he, you know, of what he's saying here. So right. I, I was telling a story. In John, and in, um, it's actually in John chapter seven, and, uh, this is literally the Feast of the Tabernacles, and this is a really good story, and, um, you know, we could have, this is one of the stories we could have talked about for a few weeks too, because there's so much, uh, there's so much involved in that, but basically, this is where the Israelites come together and they're celebrating what God had done for them. Yeah. Why they were in the desert. They called that the Festival of Shelters, didn't they? Yes. Isn't that what they called it? Yeah. 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 So, anyway, um, they, um, the Israelites would, live in these camps for about seven days and they would celebrate what God had done for them. But as we're, as we're getting into this, I read in John chapter seven, verses three through five, where Jesus at this point had been doing everything kind of in private behind right. the scenes and, right. and all that. And his brothers come to him and it says, um, in John seven verses three through five, um, his brother said, leave Galilee and go to Judea so that your disciples may see the works that you do. And no one who wants to become a public figure acts in secret. And since you're doing these things, show yourself to the world. And this is the big kicker here on this verse in verse, uh, five for even his own brothers did not believe him. You can almost kind of hear that in their tone. Like yeah. as you read that, you can almost read the tone in there. They're like, you know, no one who no one who wants to become a public figure acts in secret. Since you were doing these things, show yourself to the world. It's like exactly. It's kind of like that brother. What do you call it? Like the going back and yeah, forth. It's almost like um, they're like bantering, like they're taunting him or something. Exactly. And um, you know, they're basically saying, Jesus, if this is who you say you are, then you need to get out and play the game. You need to do this, you yeah. need to make yourself known, and you need to quit doing this by, behind yeah. the scenes. But this is a very unique verse for even his own brothers did not um, right. um believe him. So they're trying to get Jesus into the political system right. because 
I don't know if they were like everybody else. Um, so I'm just going to kind of read into this. At that point in time, everybody's looking for a political they thought, relief. They thought the Messiah was going to be a a political king, like an earthly king. And he was going to squash what they Correct. had. And But Jesus has come to give them – he's come of, an, of another kingdom. Mm-hmm. Can, can't you see the parallels today? Oh, absolutely. I mean a lot of us, you know, including myself – um, you know, I, sorry. I mean, I hope you're not offended. It doesn't matter if you are, but you know, we do need political relief from these mm-hmm. knuckleheads. I mean, mm-hmm. in Washington and the White House, they're they're just knuckleheads. And so, but what if we don't get that? Right. So, what kingdom are we going to follow? Mm-hmm. Am I going to follow that kingdom that leads to nowhere, or am I going to follow the kingdom of Jesus Christ, which is what is what Jesus is telling these exactly. guys to, to do? That that's what I'm that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. So. Yeah, Jesus responded to them there in um, John chapter 7, beginning in verse 6. It says, Jesus told them, My time is not yet here. For you, any time will do. The world can cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify that its works are evil. You go to the festival. I'm not going up to this festival because my time has not yet fully come. After he said this, he stayed in Galilee. He's, just, <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm not playing your game. Like, I know... My purpose is not for what you think my right. purpose is, and and I know my time is not yet here. It's not my priorities. It's not mm-hmm. my timing. And here's the thing about God. His timing is always different than our timing. It's always different, but the thing that I've come to realize is that it's always better. It is. We don't think so in the in the moment. No. But as you look back at things, it's like, wow, God knew way better. Well, there's times when you, you, you do have to take, uh, you know, where it says, you know, be still, know that I'm God, mm-hmm. and, you know, you have to be still before the Lord. And a lot of times that's what we need to do. But we're, we're, we're in a, we're in a culture where nobody's still. If right. you want to voice your opinion, I'm going to just voice it, and I don't care what it does. That's on you if you take it back. But a lot of times what we need to do is maybe take a step or two back yeah. and be still in front of God and let God work. Yeah. And he will work. I've mm-hmm. seen him do it. I've seen him do it um, a, a lot. How about Tony Evans' quote? Such I love a good him. quote. Yeah. He said, here's the reality. God's timing is nothing like our my or your timing. The timing of God's priorities doesn't usually fit with how I want it. We want God when we want him, and we expect he's going to stand up and deliver when I ask. Remember, God isn't a genie in a bottle that you rub for your wishes. He is God, creator of it all. And, you know, that's a good statement because a lot of people do think that God is like a genie in a bottle. Yeah. And they'll pray like, well, I, I, I prayed, but God didn't answer my prayer. Right. And so you're like, oh, well, sorry. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing is I've been guilty of that before, and I'm right. sure you have too. I won't speak for you, but, you know, of of not having, you know, at times not having a prayer life right. until I need something. Exactly. And, and it's like, wow, I need to rub that lamp. I, You know, God... You know, that's that's not what your prayer life should look like. I had somebody tell me one time, if you want to find out if you're a selfish prayer or not, take about seven days in a row and journal every single prayer that you pray to God and then put it down for seven days, go back and after that seven days, 14 days later, and read your prayer, and yeah. you're going to find out what kind of person you actually are. Well, I did that one time. I journaled for seven yeah. days. And when I went back and read my prayers, I was actually, I, I, I was mortified with what I read. I was like, these, I spent very little time on thanking or worshiping God. It was yeah. like, it was almost like two or three 
lines and the rest of it was like, Bruh. yeah. And I was, so I, I looked at that thinking, I need to flip that. I need to flip my thanks and make that a longer list as opposed to, cause God knows my needs. I, but right. I don't need to back a dump truck up. And tell him everything that, you know, that is right. going on. So Yeah, and I think, you know, as we look and, and we we went through, it's been, what, a year and a half, two years ago now, pray like Jesus. It's been a while. And you go through it, maybe, yeah, it was longer than Four that. Four years. Um, but you go through the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray, and, and you see um, how much we should be focusing on God. Right. And how little we should be focusing on ourselves. You know, you've got the give us this day our daily bread, um, which is asking God to give us what we need, not what we want. So often we, you know, rub that lamp and ask him for what we want, um, you know, and forgive us of our trespasses. Forgive us of the sins that we have in our life. Everything mm-hmm. else, honestly, is is back to God. You know? Exactly. Your kingdom come, your will be done. You exactly. Know, it starts off, you know, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Holy is your name. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all pointing to God. Um, and so for if you if you want to hear if you want to to learn how to pray, listen to a child pray. Exactly. I, I love and you've talked about this. You know, listening to your grand. Or if you want to hear the honesty and the purity of a child, just ask your daughter, and how old you are. Exactly. If we're the same age. You know, yeah. I, I I'm still just really pleased with her. Yeah. Anyways, anyway, but but no, I love listening to kids pray. I love listening to my kids pray and right. just how you know they are so thankful. Right. And they're thankful for. Not just the big things, but right. the little things that we take for granted, you know, right. and and thankful for each, you know, Christian prays for not just all of us, but he, he goes through all the dogs in our family, not just our dog, really? but, you know, Grammy and Grampy's dog and, um, and, and my parents' dog. So, you know, if Anita's cats, if they've got names, you know, we can pray for them too, if you want to pass that along. No, no we, you know? we want them to go on. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> but, you know, I love that. And, and that's, that's really you know, right, what right. Jesus was getting at is, you know, he, when he taught the disciples to pray right. of, you know, hey, look, let's not be so me focused. Right. God's the one that deserves the praise. And maybe we need to go through that again. That's pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Dallas Willard, um, following Tony Evans quote, he said this. And, and I think this is really good because when when we get into a, a, a frame of mind of like things are coming down on us or we're stressed out or uh, we've got fear or we've got worries, here's what Dallas Willard says. He says Stress makes you believe that everything must happen right now. And I love this part. Faith reassures you that everything will happen in the timing of God. Mm. That takes faith. Right. To, to trust in God. And then Psalm 27 verse 14 says, wait for the Lord and be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. Yeah. And, and I love that. So, yeah. you know, I didn't ask this, but, uh, do you guys have anything you want to talk about? I mean, here, uh, you got questions or Lynn shaking her head. No, real oh, quick, on. real quick. Anybody? All right. Well, well you, you join got, us if Allie, you want. Allie's got something. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she was saying that God's timing is perfect. You don't really see that mm-hmm. when you are, yeah. um, you know, in going the middle through of that. something. Yeah. You know, because you think it's going to go on forever. Right. I mean, because um, sometimes if you're walking through that and you get to, like, say, 24, 48 hours, right. well, 24, 48 hours can be to the point of where you feel like that it's going to take you forever. To get through that. And so it kind of becomes, um, 
you, you it comes it comes fr- it's frustrating right when you're walking right. through that and because if you look back you're like well I've only been dealing this for two days right but it seems like it you've been dealing feels with like it for a lifetime. two years yeah. and so you know you know what do you do right and so that's that's the uh, I, I, that's why I love that quote of his it's like you know we no doubt we all get stressed and no doubt right, we all right. have things that we have to you know we have to get out and, and that's going to be your natural reaction you know to stress but but how quickly can you relinquish it to God and, and you know go into that other word faith right. well that's what uh, was it John Piper I heard him um, one time say you know everybody has worries anxieties fears emotions and all that and your first reaction is your first reaction but you cannot live in your first reaction and he said so many people live in the first reaction and they never get by right, that right and so as a Christ follower you you have to get by that mm-hmm. and sometimes and you know let's let's give ourselves let's give ourselves some time i mean for some of us it might take a day it might right. take a couple of days right um but you're you're still you know in that where you get to the point where you're working out your salvation absolutely what I was just going to say, and also, you know, we have to remember, and this is the probably one of the hardest things to to come to the realization of, right. is when we pray and we ask God for something, sometimes His answer is yes, but sometimes His answer is no. And that's Some, the better. Yeah, sometimes His answer is maybe, sometimes it's not right now. Well, I was going to say, no might be the better right. situation and that outcome, and we not know it, but be thankful yeah. for it. Exactly, and sometimes no is good, even though I I don't like nobody mm-hmm. likes the word no. No. Right. Um, what um, what I heard one time is it's yes, no, and then maybe yeah, and maybe is the hard part exactly. part to where you know what do I do in the maybe, and so you keep praying, and yep. so maybe God's working in me or you to get to the answer verified yes or no. Right. Because maybe there's something he's trying to do in me or you or whoever while you're trying to do it. And this is, this is where, this is where, um, this is where Christian growth gets really difficult mm-hmm. because we, we want it to be easier than that, but it isn't easier than right. that because there, you, you really are working out, you're working out your salvation to, to where you need to be, right, uh, with God. So, um, but, uh, yeah, welcome to the show. Thanks. You're welcome. Do you have something else? You know, maybe it could be, you know, welcome to grounded with, um, Allie and Craig. Allie and, there you go. I was <laughs> like, gonna say Allie and, the, Allie and the boys, but you know. <laughs> well, that would be good. That's like the Supremes or something. I would something, say it right? sounds like a band. Right, right. Well, look, I, I'll tell you this, um, we're, um, I, there, you know, right after this whole thing that we were just talking about is that I did say at one point where, you know, I, I've had to wait on God's timing for a long time. And there's, there's a couple things in my life where I've been waiting, um, for, well, one thing in particular, like three and a half years, um, I've been waiting on the timing of God. And what I'm waiting on is not now an impatient waiting. It's I'm almost expected of that. I know God's going to give me an answer, but it's not right yet. And, um, and I'm not sure I'm right yet. And I wasn't right three years ago when I needed an answer, but I got my answer with God's controlling Still controlling everything, right? And he's still in charge of everything. Mm-hmm. It's just really hard for me to trust God and say, "Okay, God, you got this." And you know, I, I think a lot of times for me, it's but um, I hate to, I hate that term for me. A lot of times, why when I'm working this through, I just I trust you, God, and I'm going to trust you no matter what. Yeah. And so, why I'm trusting you, 
I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing until you give me another answer. And so that's the difficult thing it because is. we, I mean, again, we're, we're, we're fast food people. We're, we're, mm-hmm. we're, 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 we're answering right. It's like, it's like if you send a text to somebody, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, you send a text to somebody and if you don't hear back in 10 minutes, you're like, are they mad at me? Did I do something? I mean, are, what's, what's going on? I mean, immediately you yeah. want, uh, uh, you know, you want a, uh, yeah. a response. Right. So that's where we're at right now. And I think this is, a, you know, we talked about Target and Satan, but honestly, this is one of the biggest things I think Satan does to us as followers of Jesus Christ, because when we don't get what we want, what would we, we, we start God. doubting God, yeah, exactly that, who God is. Yep. So I'm, where I've been waiting for God, I'm like, you know what, God, I, I trust you got this, yeah. and I'm going to do what I'm going to keep doing. It goes so. back to Jesus's prayer in the garden. You know, hey, this is what I want. If there's any other way, let's let's do that. Exactly. But not my will, your will be done. And that's that's the prayer we really need to cling to. Is you know, hey, if it's not not my will, right. God, your will be done. Exactly. Exactly. Did you remember what you were going to say? No. no. It'll come back to you. I, she's mad at me now. No, she's not. You got an anniversary coming up. That's right. You're wearing you, tights, man. I mean, you, there's no way she could be mad at you in tights. That's right. Right. So I'm not going to read all these scriptures, but there is, I will just tell you in John's five, six, seven, and eight, Jesus starts ramping up the claims of who he is, that he's the Messiah, that he's come from God. And he starts making the claims that he truly is God. So I read several scriptures of that yesterday. And so Jesus is doing this at, at this, at this feast. And, um, and he's actually telling these people that, um, you know, he's noticing that they're doing all these religious things and, and they're doing, they're saying the right thing. They're praying the right things. They're going through the motions the right way. And they are doing all these things. They're doing religiously things, but Jesus notices that there's something, uh, that's drastically missing. Right. And so, um, there, uh, Jesus is hearing the whispers that, that, uh, the people are saying about him. And I'm not going to read the whole scripture, but some people are saying, you know, he's, you know, uh, that he's good. And other people saying he's deceiving people. Right. And even if you go down even later in chapter seven, I think it's verse 20 or 21, where people say that Jesus is demon possessed. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the people are all over the board when it comes to Jesus at this time. So, um, you know, they're in these different camps. They're like, yes, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure. He's demon possessed. I don't care. You know, so they're, it's a broad stroke with, um, Jesus. So I, do you feel like we get the same thing today though? People are in the different camps, which I mean, like how oh, about absolutely. the whole target thing? Absolutely. Like we, uh, you know, so we're going to go with Satan. Right. Okay. Well, no, may yeah, God bless you on that, your journey. Then, may you Satan know, bless you on your journey. But, you know, we've talked about, um, I think we talked about Andy Stanley a few weeks ago and kind of where he's at and, and the things that he's promoting that, that God is okay with. You know, right. he's, and he's saying that we need to unhinge ourselves. That's the word he used, unhinge ourselves from the Old Testament. He's trying to sound smarter than he really is. is what and, you is. know, the thing about Andy Stanley is he doesn't come off smart anyway. No. I'm just saying. No. But, you know, you've got someone like that who is a, high-profile minister who's leading people away from the truth of the Word of God. Right. And he's, he's skewing what God's Word is saying. Yeah, he's got to get some hate mail, too. No doubt. I don't know. No doubt. He's got to. He no doesn't doubt. probably read his own email. So um, they're, they're here later on in the week. They're, it's like in the during this feast. Um, it comes time for them to at, offer sacrifices. And so everybody gets quiet. 
And um, I think I said yesterday, it's like being in a library. You know, you're whispering and it's very quiet and, and all that. And finally, Jesus just he like abruptly stands yeah. up and makes a kind of a scene about that. And then I love this part in John 7, verses 37 to 39. On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, I would have loved to heard this. Right. Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Has this been shown on The Chosen yet? I don't remember this. Part. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to this. Whoever believes in me, and this is where this is where we get the thirst part. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow within them. By this he meant the Spirit, and whom he believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time the Spirit had not been given since Jesus had not yet been glorified. Yeah. And so Jesus is looking at these people like, I'm watching everything you do. You guys are doing all these religious things. You're doing everything that looks right, but something's missing in your life. And it's him. Mm-hmm. It's what God wants to do um, through Him. So I love the picture that Jesus paints here with the uh, living water. Yes, it's yeah. when I think of living water, I think of something that's like moving and yeah. thriving. And when I think of that, I think of almost like a spring water. Yes. You know what I mean, like mm-hmm. rolling down a, you know, you know, the mountains of, through the uh, meadow. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's what I, that's what I think about. So, um, and and I think it's important that we um, that we that we stop and let Jesus quench our thirst. Mm-hmm. And I, and I talked yesterday about how, you know, um, we're always looking for the next thing, right? Like when you're in junior high, you want to go to high school, you want to get start dating, you want to get married, you want to buy a house, you buy a car, you graduate from college, then you want to have kids and then you want to have grandkids. And then, then what, what, yeah. what, what do we go from there? Right. And so we're always on this cycle of the, the next, next, the next, and, the next. And, I mean, we do it at church too. Mm-hmm. We do it at church too. We're always looking for the next, the next program, the next Bible study, the next this, the next that. And so it's almost like we're trying to fill something. And I know, I know none of those things are bad. I'm just saying that we have to, we have to keep this all in perspective right. of why we do and what we're doing. Yeah. I don't want to get into to being like the religious Pharisees or the people at the Feast of the Tabernacles yeah. to where I'm doing religious things and going through the motions just because Jesus is not yeah. in charge of who, you know what I mean, of who exactly. I am. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I really love the uh, verse, John six thirty five. Is that, um, I can't remember, is that when he was talking to the woman at the well? Yes. Yeah. And so he says, he tells her, he says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never, I love how you have that line, that un- underlined, exactly. never be thirsty. You know, and that's the thing is we, we search and our society is searching to be filled and they're just, they're, they're trying to find that next thing mm-hmm. they're, they, they're taking and, and they're trying to be filled with sports and running their kids to sports and this and that and movies and whatever you're fishing and camping and you name it, um, running tights. I don't know, but, um, we're, we're trying to find <laughs> those things that are going to fill us. Right, right. And we think that, well, if I, if I just get that, if I just get that promotion, if I get that raise, if I get that, it's never then enough. I'm going to be happy. But then you won't roll on to that next thing. Jesus says, look, you're looking in the wrong place. Yep. You know, and that, that's essentially what she was saying. You know, she, exactly. she'd exactly. been married five times and she was living with a guy who wasn't her husband. Exactly. And he's like, go give me your husband. She's like, I don't have it. And he's like, right, yeah, right. you're right. I'm the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never be 
thirsty. Well, the thing you can get involved in is that you can do, you can come to church and you can do religious stuff. You can take communion, give, give your money. You can teach, you can serve and do that. Mm-hmm. But Jesus is still not in charge of who you are. Right. And so this is what he's talking about. It's almost whether you'd rather not do those things and you just get in touch with, um, who Jesus Christ mm-hmm. is. And, um, so when he says, you know, you will never be thirsty, never so. That's a strong, definite word. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be thirsty again. Okay, mm-hmm. awesome. Give me that because I think I've said over the last few weeks that there's a hole in all of this, mm-hmm. and it was created by God to be only filled by God. Correct. And so we try to fill it with everything. So if it's drugs or sex or um, work, kids, sports, what, whatever, it, it's a, it's a sinkhole. It's a black hole. It yeah. never gets filled. But the minute that God takes that part that only God can take, mm-hmm. I'm not saying the other things you cannot do. Right. I'm just saying that they shouldn't be the driving force of what you do. Exactly. I heard a, I heard a while back ago, you might have heard this before. Um the thing that you spend more time than God on is your idol. Mm-hmm. So if you are running your kids all over for sporting events and you're not spending equal time with God or more, then your kids mm-hmm. and sporting events is your idol. If you spend hours and hours upon hours every day at your job and there's really no God in your job and, and, and I understand you have to work. Right. But I'm talking about, um, like being a workaholic and it, it's all consuming. Right. Then that's your job or that's your, that's your idol. If, um, you're spending on hobbies or whatever, that's your idol. Sometimes as a Christian, we don't want to hear that because right. we, we give ourselves a free pass. And I'll be honest, especially when it comes to the whole sporting thing with our kids and running right. around. Mm-hmm. I, had a few, I had somebody about a month ago, so they can't wait till something gets done with their kids because they'll just be able to sit and breathe. And I'm like, why do you do that? Well, you know, they're young. And I'm like, but you're the parent. Right. And they looked at me like I had 17 heads. I thought <laughs> I was going to get a nasty note that week, but I didn't. But, um, but you, you're the parent. Right. You set the guidelines mm-hmm. because what you're doing is you're showing them that God is a bit of anything second best that they're more third. important to God. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So it starts there. Mm-hmm. And so when people come and talk to me, oh, I can't get my kids to come to church. Well, you, you've been hauling them all over God's creation for soccer and football and baseball and basketball. How about hauling them to church every now and then? Mm-hmm. Again, they'll look at you like you got nine heads. You're like, um, I just think it gets back to, I, I think I, I told a story yesterday about a guy that came to talk to me. It's been uh, probably 2013 or 14. He's very highly, just a really good guy, but he just said his um, whole relationship to God is like a yo-yo, and it's up and down. And so I asked him a few basic questions, and one of the questions I asked, are you spending time with God? And he said, well, yeah. And he started going through all this thing. He was doing it for, like, church stuff. Right. And I said, no, just you and God. Are you spending time with just you and God? And so pointed a few things out, and finally he just said no. And um, and so I told him um, that if I go 24 hours, and this is the absolute truth, if I go 24 hours and God's not present in my life, and I've done it before, mm-hmm. 24 hours where I'm not praying, I'm not really thinking about God, I'm just kind of living my life, you know, taking the day, total 24 hours. I'm a different person on the 25th hour and I can't explain it. Right. I'm not the same person that I should be. I'm grumpy. I'm kind of impatient. I'm impatient anyway on a good day, but I'm overly impatient. And, um, I just look at things different. I start to look at things the way I look at them instead mm-hmm. of the way God looks at them. And so, but 24 hours leads into another day for me. Yeah. And then, so 
I'm trapped. So what do I do? Right. You have to go. And this is where you have to, you know, you have to go back to God. So if you, if you find yourself doing that, you're not doing what God wants you to do. You need to get back on track. So kind of gets back to what we talked about earlier. You got to know the word. You got to do the word. You got to get connected to, um, you got to get connected to, to, you know, to Jesus Christ. So, um, ask a question yesterday. Do you want to, do you want your spiritual life to be balanced? Mm-hmm. You know, family, job, God, mm-hmm. God's got to be at the top of the list. He's got to be the first thing. He, he, he's got to be at the top. Cause if God's not at the top, if God's second, your list never going to be balanced. Yeah. It just, it just never. Well, and there's happen. no separation either. You know, God is at the top. But God also has to be part of your family. He has to be part of your marriage. He has to be part of your, you know, your job, your exactly. everything. He, you have, he has to play a role in that. You know, it's not just that he's at the top and then you have the other things that are separate from him. He's at the top and then he's also intertwined in every right. aspect right. of those next tiers also. You know, it's just basically this is just, I, I, for me and for you guys and for all of us is just, I want us walking with God. I want us walking with Jesus Christ where we're always thirsty for the things of Jesus and, and we're only going to get that through Him. He's going to quench, He's mm-hmm. going to quench that thirst. The next question I ask is, are you thirsty? Are you thirsty for the things of God? Mm-hmm. Cause I know a lot of Christians who just, they check their religious boxes off and they'll, they'll never admit this. They'll never admit this, right. but they do it. I can see it. They check it off, but they're really not hungry for the things of God or thirsty for the things of God because God doesn't really control what they do mm-hmm. other than the, the the blank check. And then the last question I ask, which I think is a very this good is, question, yeah. what's your water source? Is it God? Is it Christ? Mm-hmm. Is it his word? Or is it the culture? Is it the government? Or is it the target? Is right. it, you know, what? what is it? What's your is water source? Where, where are you getting it, sports? Yeah. Where, where are you getting your stuff? Where are you getting your, where are you getting your water source from? And um, I love Matthew six thirty three. So good. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. And this is the part that I love. And he will give you everything you need. Not cars, not houses. That doesn't that doesn't do it. He'll give you everything you need because mm-hmm. guess what? That hole is going to be filled exactly with what you actually yeah. need in in your life. And so. most of the time, he's going to give you more than you need. Exactly. He's going to take care of you. Exactly. Um, ran across the guy a couple months ago, actually. FF Bruce, old time, old time guy. I've actually heard of him. Yeah, he's yeah. really good. You said his name yesterday. I'm like, oh, I've heard of that guy. Yeah, I love his quote. So good. Can I read it? Yeah, go for it. It's a good quote. He said, "The soul's deepest thirst is for God Himself, who made us, so we can never be satisfied without Him." Exactly. I love it. Our deepest thirst is for God. Because we can't be satisfied without him. You can't. And, 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 and you can, and you can see that by, um, you know, by what we do and, um, and how we act. And, you know, I said yesterday that, um, people say, you know, you can't judge you, but you really can. Cause I, I know what's hanging off your tree. I know what fruits come right. from your right. life. And I know if Jesus is the main thing in your life. And so this is where this gets, um, gets kind of sticky, but, right. um, you know, you gotta have God, you got, you gotta fill God with, with everything that you got. So. Exactly. Got anything else to say? You can, you can, huh? you can, you can ask us something. No, she's still no. mad at me. Oh, she's not mad. <laughs> Are you mad at me? Huh? Yeah, I'm going to hold it out for the Hawking Hills. <laughs> She's going to hold it against me all week. She's going to Hawking Hills by herself. <laughs> Man. No, he's going to torture me there. <laughs> she thinks I'm going to torture her, make her run, 
Yeah, well. I tweaked my ankle. I went to Alum Creek and ran Friday on a trail over there. And you think you're in really good shape, you know, when you're running around Richwood. Yeah. And it's flat until you go to, like, Alum Creek and you start running. Like, two Fridays ago I ran. I remember remember I told you I gained, like, over 2,000 feet of elevation and I declined in 2,000 feet in elevation. So it was a lot of them. Right, right. This past Friday wasn't as bad, but there were sections where people had ran when it was Uh muddy. uh And so it was really contoured. I rolled my ankle going through a turn. So she may be able to keep up with me in Hawking Hills. Maybe. I think I got a high ankle sprain, but I'll be okay. The tights help. Right, right. Yeah. I can see that there. They're okay. Right. I'm going to buy you a pair. I'm going to buy you a pink pair. Pink pair. Oh, yeah. See, pink's my color. Yeah. Pink's my color. You admitted it. So, uh, just to let everybody know, Memorial Day weekend's coming up. So, hope you guys have a very safe, uh, uh, Memorial Day. Um, did, um, did you know what this used to be called, Memorial Day? I mean, what, um, I'm, I'm looking this up. It's originally known as Decoration Day. Did you know that? Yeah, Decoration Day. And, um, but we all take these holidays mm-hmm. and, and I don't think we give the holiday what, what they're due. Absolutely. And, and, I mean, I know we're cooking out, we're running with family, we're playing lawn, lawn jarts. Lawn jarts. I love lawn jarts. Was it Jordan who asked us? Jordan asked today. She was like, what? what, what's Memorial Day for? See? She didn't really yep. understand yeah. what Memorial Day is. So, and, you know, and I think it's, I think it's really good. I think it's something that, um, we, we need to tell our kids about because, Absolutely. you know, we're, we're, we have a lot of, bad things going on mm-hmm. but we have a lot of freedoms that nobody else has for sure and the, some of these people who are living in cemeteries across this country who died over the last they 240 some years yeah. they gave their life for that mm-hmm. and, I, and i think yep. it's a i think it's a crying shame that we take that for granted exactly and that yep. we shouldn't just be thankful for that so mm-hmm. i always ta- i always pause on mm-hmm. memorial day and um you know, thank God for my freedom yep. and, and really people, um, people have given their life up and whether they died in Vietnam or whether they died in World War II, um, guaranteed on Memorial Day, people, families are still, whether they died 60 or 70, yeah, it they're, they're still matter. dealing that, with that the aftermath is still of a grandparent loss, yeah. or great grandparent. Yeah. So, um, yep. yeah. So stop and give thanks for that. And exactly. Then Memorial Day picnic coming up. May 28th. That's this Sunday. Uh, we'll begin together at two o'clock at the Ackermans. We will eat at five o'clock. The main dish. And the drinks will be provided. Um, we'll have hot dogs for the kids if any if they don't want the pulled pork that we're going to oh, have. Um, but if you if you're coming, if you could bring a side dish or a um, dessert to share with the group, um, that would side be great. Dish. A side dish, and um, that would be good. We're going to play some cornhole. Side bring dish, like potato salad, coleslaw, potato salad, coleslaw, black eyed peas. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And um, will you bring your possum? Possum. I will bring possum. There I'm not going to be there. He won't be there. But I can make you up a bunch. No, I'm good. I'm I good. got a can of possum in my office. <laughs> I do too, but something tells me there's not possum in that. I don't know what um, it is. But anyways, yeah. bring your fishing pole. Um, plenty of good fish to catch in the pond, and it's going to be a good time. Exactly. And then we have the baby bottle campaign that goes all the way through Father's Day. Father's Day. Um, grab a bottle. There's still some at there's the Welcome some. Center. Yeah. A lot of them have gone. Some of them are coming we back. We brought ours back. We went home. I don't know if I did. I tell you this last week. Maybe. We went home and... Um, oh, yeah, you did tell me this. Yeah. Is she in here, Kennedy? No, she No, nope, she left. She's the smart one. I We heard something rattling. She's the smart one. Yeah, the one Very who intuitive. thinks you're my age. Anyways, or I'm your age, one or the other. I'm still yeah, not well, sure. You do look 55 today. I was thinking so. <laughs> um, but anyways, we heard this rattling and I walked in Kennedy's yeah. room and she's sitting on her bed and she's got the baby bottle and she's shaking all of the change out of her piggy bank and putting it in the baby bottle. She wanted to give all of her change to the babies. 
See, that's so. Not only is she smart, she's very giving. <laughs> she is. You know, she's my kind of girl. There you go. <laughs> right? And you both eat the same. Hot dogs do. and spaghetti. Hot dogs and spaghetti. Uh, and then we got graduation Sunday coming up on June 4th. And um, so we're going to honor our graduates. There's a, a form that you can fill out. If you can, if you get the connecting email that goes out on Wednesday, um, you'll get uh, Wednesday morning at 8. That form will be attached to that email. Click it, and you can fill all the information out, and where you can get a hold of Clint yep. that way. Or you go to the Richwood uh, Student Ministries page, okay. Facebook page, and that uh, link is on there for the form as well. Um, do that if you're graduating from college or high school. Sounds like a good so. plan. We already talked about King Me coming up on June 4th. Uh, we have Vacation Bible still coming up on July the 10th through the 14th, 5.30 to 7.30. So um, if you guys want to help out with that, you can get a hold of Sue Ellen Ackerman, and she will get you to where you need to be. So anything else we're missing? I don't think so. How about you, Allie? You got anything else? Nope. Come on. This is your shot. This is your time. Allie, listen. She has. I think you've listened to every episode of Grounded. Really? And not just because she's married to me. I really think she enjoys it. I'll walk in sometimes, and she'll be laughing, and she said something along the lines of, and I'm just paraphrasing this, you guys are nuts. Well, that's true. But... That's true. You I guys should correct me up. You do a yeah. good job. Yeah, I like thank you. I appreciate it. It's it comes easy when you just sit and talk anyway. So. Well, I'll say we would be having these conversations in our office anyways. Yeah. So right. So again, thank you to all all you guys who listen to us uh, regularly, and no matter where you're at listening, wherever you're listening from, um, and whatever venue you're at, Spotify, Podbean, uh, Google, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's people in Indiana, Florida, Virginia. Uh, West Virginia, I heard. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even know they had electronics down in West Virginia. So, yeah, I don't know right? what, how they're listening. But. but anyway, thank you for West Virginia. <laughs> uh, we got Texas. Uh, we got Kentucky. We got Georgia. Uh, I know somebody in New York, Michigan. Um, somebody in California. Mm. So got a lot of people that are just all over. So thank you guys for hanging in there. And thank you for all the downloads and listens. I know a lot of people uh, listen while they're driving. I know people listen while they're going to work, mowing the yard. Mm-hmm. I listen when we do it. Thanks to all of you who were supposed to be here tonight and backed out for our 100th episode, but thanks for listening to get us to 100 episodes. Exactly. So, you know, we probably should have been past 100 episodes already, but. You know, I was going to say you know something. What? I was surprised you didn't bring I that was going to say something, but I thought that, uh, since, um, you know, you wore the tights, um, how much more can I rag on one guy? I know. Uh, you, your daughter says you're my age or older than me. Yeah. You're wearing tights. And then, I mean, anybody, what was that? A couple, like two years ago coming up, you spent that four weeks in Yeah, that vacation Hawaii. in Hawaii. I wish it was Hawaii. So, again, it was like, correct me if I'm wrong, he said it was Dublin Methodist. So when he sent a picture, I know you pulled down that backdrop. I did. Backdrop, you put the thing in your nose. I did. And, yeah, yeah. We went through a lot. Uh, I saw that little drink with the umbrella on the side, yeah. so I knew that was off. I knew it was you off. You better not go to Hawaii without me, or <laughs> yeah. you will be in trouble. Yeah, that's that's the uh, you that's will be the, the anniversary trip she wants to go you will on. Be in the so. doghouse, yeah. Why don't you do it this time? Do it this weekend. This weekend? Yeah. You go pay for that? No. <laughs> hey, any of our grounded listeners, if you want to listen to uh, or help uh, support Allie, we'll start a GoFundMe. Maybe you can start start a uh, baby bottle campaign. Brandon and Allie's Hawaii right. fund. <laughs> Kennedy. So anyway, thank you guys for listening. Appreciate give, it very much. You want to give to our Hawaii fund? Okay, she said yes. Perfect. She is giving. Yeah, she is giving. Yeah. Intuitive. So. Okay. Allie, you want to close this out? <laughs> no. Bye. <doing> what? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> hey, thanks everybody for listening. We hope you have a great week. Craig, I hope you have a great week. You too. And Allie. And, um, 
You too. too. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Thank you. You guys, you guys enjoy yourself. We'll do. Thank you. Bye.